I see when they're like, we shot it down. I'm like, all right, calm down. Like, oh, God, it's a threat. Oh, my God. Like, no. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Orphic. I'm Alyssa with Interdimensional Astrophysics, and here's Michaela with Mariposa Moonchild. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We're recording this on Valentine's Day. Yeah, this is um, Alyssa and Michaela from the past. (laughs) As usual. (laughs) (laughs) All right, wanna wanna just do a little ground in for us for this episode, and then we'll get started. Sure. All right. Okay, everyone, close your eyes, use your head, place your feet flat on the ground if you're able to. Let's even go hand on the heart. It is Valentine's Day after all. Mm-hmm. We're gonna connect with some self love here and grounding in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do a couple deep cleansing breaths as always. Take a big breath in. Fill your lungs all the way to the top. Pause. Open your mouth and release. And do another one just like that on your own. Letting go of anything heavy, anything dense, anything that's weighing you down. Letting it go now with the breath. And breathing in beautiful white light into your heart space with every breath in. One more breath. Fill your lungs all the way to the top. Pause. Open your mouth. And when you're ready, release everything extra that might be sitting on your shoulders that feels heavy anything negative releasing it now awesome i feel much more in my body than i was a minute ago so that's good me too i needed that as well yeah all right so you have some things that you want to share with our audience today eh a. A. That was very Canadian of you. Wow. I, I say that sometimes, actually. <laughs> I don't know why. Hey. Oh, really? That's here. funny. Um, yeah, I do. Well, this is not what I want to share, but I did go <laughs> snowboarding with some friends yesterday, and that mm. was a lot of fun. I'm feeling really sore and stuff, but we came across this, like, um, American. It was actually funny because we were outside smoking a little bit of cannabis, and he kind of came out, and he was like, hey, where's the best, like, cannabis shop in this town? Um, this mm-hmm. was Revelstoke, and I, I really, I was like, I, I don't know, but um, he was American. He was from Colorado, Aspen, actually, and mm-hmm. he just sounded like an American, like just the way he talked. He sounded so yeah. American, and I just thought that that was funny. That is funny. I don't know. Of course, exa- he's from Colorado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, "Hey guys, how's the weed up in Canada?" <laughs> and we're just like, "Hey man." <laughs> Nice to meet you too. Yeah, or I think, so. or he came out. He's like, he's like, oh, that smells good. <laughs> Were you able to help him? Ah, uh, he had he had his own that he was smoking. Oh, okay, good, good. Oh, he was asking you guys how the weed is. Yeah, just nice. in Canada, I guess, or Revelstoke, or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he must have gotten it from around there, but it's kind of funny because I don't think I've ever been like, this place has better than this place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
but yeah anyway so to the to the news so, that was a what? kind of sidebar okay um well we haven't recorded in a while and we had mm-hmm. christmas we've been home from christmas and then in december um bryce and i decided that we're no longer going to date anymore because we got engaged Yay! <laughs> it's so funny i feel like you have to do that it's like the woo girl thing you have to be like yeah you gotta woo girl it and for the people lucky enough to be on the youtube show the bling yeah my camera it's like um it's like really overexposing the ring so you can't really even see it but that's okay (laughs) i mean and by the time everyone listens to this episode if you do follow me on social media you'll probably know but anyways yeah that's Mm -hmm. our exciting news so Yay. yay very excited for you guys very happy um, I know you guys have been together for a long time, so you've known in your soul for a long time that he's the one, and now it's official, and we get to have a wedding, and I get to be there, and um, hopefully I'll meet you in person before that, but, you know, it could also be like, happy wedding day, it's me, your podcast co-host of a year and a half, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited, it's gonna be so much fun, I'm surprised you didn't throw in maid of honor there, because you've, you've kind of, you kind of put that in there a couple times. <laughs> Listen, I've been backing off the maid of honor train only because you have two sisters. So lucky them. Right. I've already yeah. been a maid of honor for my sisters. So, you know, but if they don't want the title, then you know, I'm happy to take it from here. <laughs> Sounds good. But yeah, I'm really excited. We're going to have lots of fun. You're going to get to come to Canada. Hopefully we'll meet before then. I mean, we will mm-hmm. meet before then. There's we no will. way that we can't. Yeah. I just don't no, know where it'll be. Like, I don't know if it'll be. I'm going to come. I'm going to come to Canada. Soon. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, we're going to yes. have a really fun wedding. So that's been fun. But yeah, so anyways, it was back in December. It was, mm-hmm. which is fun. Just like I'm a Sagittarius baby. Um, so I like December. I like the snow. It's a nice Love time. December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Um, it's like uh, the Anastasia movie. Makes me think of that mm-hmm. too. Did you watch that growing up? I think uh, not in a really long time. Just but a, yeah, so song. tell tell the story of how it happened. Right. Uh, okay, so mm-hmm. it was the day before my birthday, which was December mm-hmm. 13th, and I came home li- later in the evening, and the whole house was, like, very, very clean, so <laughs> I was like, clue number on one here? Actually, Bryce mm-hmm. is pretty good at cleaning, but it was, like, very clean, mm-hmm. and I, like, walked in, and it was, like, all dark, and there was, like, a little candle and a note on our countertop, and it was, like, Michaela, please come meet me outside in our beautiful backyard for an early birthday surprise, and then I was, like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, and I was, like, and no, looking wh- around, <laughs> pardon? And what were you thinking in that moment? I was thinking, I was, I in, in that moment, I was, like, thinking it could be an engagement for sure Mm -hmm. but i also was like but it was your birthday the next day too so like it could have also been like a birthday surprise or something i'm just gonna i have my crystal sample which we're gonna get into a second but i feel like it's on the table and my voice is like kind of echoing off of it Mm -hmm. oh the sound bowl yeah so i'm gonna try to move that now yeah (laughs) looks so heavy it's heavy. Um, 
Where were, oh yeah, so it was the day before my birthday. Come out to the yard for an mm-hmm. early birthday surprise. So I'm like, okay, this is exciting, and this could maybe be something like this. But then in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. but don't go there because you don't know for sure, and like, don't yeah. put that pressure on yourself or the situation. But then I'm like, what other early birthday surprise would it be? And also, like, if it's something else, like, what kind of fucking sick joke is that? <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be cruel. I would killed bryce <laughs> yeah but yeah but you, you never know like i mean he does little cute things here and there so maybe it was yeah. some type type maybe he got right. an, us another dog yeah right oh my god <laughs> that i would really kill him that would be quite the surprise it would be quite the surprise but anyways so i, I was kind of like yeah like i don't know like it just kind of like uh-huh. like antis- like in anticipation like let's see what this is gonna be yeah and when you were coming home like you had no you didn't expect anything like you're when you're dr- you it was right when you got home from work right and you you weren't expecting anything you knew your birthday was the next day but you were kind of just like la da da another day no i wasn't expecting anything like i walked into the house um expecting like osa to greet me oh which she did and expecting to like see bryce on the couch like watching hockey or playing or watching hockey or uh playing xbox or cooking dinner because he asked me when i was leaving he's like can you please let me know when you're like on west side road coming to our place and oh. yeah but i didn't that didn't throw me off i didn't think much of it because he does that a lot to be like to start making supper or throw like fries oh, and like okay. the air fryer or something so like i really didn't think anything of it like at all uh-huh so then yeah i got here seen the note and the candles then i went downstairs and like out into our backyard and there was bryce with this like little laneway in our backyard Mm. full of like candles or like yeah this little like candle lit laneway like a little runway yeah like a little runway that's exactly what it looked like and then like he made this little wood almost like arbor thing that he'd hung up like little twinkly lights on yeah and he had a little I don't know, a little thing with like champagne and like wine glasses. And he was just like standing there all like proper looking. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh shit. And it started snowing like the moment I pulled into the driveway. Oh my God. That's so amazing. I love the snow and you love the snow too. So it's like, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And he had the fire going. So it was just like cozy. And he had his nice like, um, dress jacket on which i don't think i've seen him actually wear that in years so i don't know where yeah. he even found that from but yeah, yeah. yeah and then i was just like oh shit so then i like started like walking up the laneway and then now i'm like thinking more like okay this there's a good chance this could maybe be it but like i still you still don't know right so. yeah you kind of still at that point you're like well probably maybe but i guess we'll see yeah so i, I did tear up when i seen everything though uh-huh. And it's funny too because I like he was like standing outside just like hoping that I wouldn't hear the fire or like see anything, but I didn't because when I like come into our front yard, there's like a fence um, uh-huh. to the one side, and then like our backyard's on the other side, and then we kind of live up on a hill, so I had to drive. I was kind of driving up the hill and around the corner to get to our place, and I didn't see like anything in the yard or think anything of it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, I, like, walked down the, like, little aisle to him, and we, like, held hands, or he, like, grabbed my hands, and he was, like, Michaela, and he, like, said this, like, little thing that I don't really remember, or he yeah. said some, like, <laughs> nice course. stuff. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, the only thing I can remember him saying was something about when we were, like, in high school, and we used to, like, 
kiss it in the tower of like our high school like while we were waiting for our parents to pick us up that's so embarrassing we were so young (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's all that i remember from it like i mean he said a bunch of other like really nice stuff but like you kind of like black out in that moment yeah i've heard yeah everyone says you have no you have no idea what you say or you have no idea what the other person said no and i think he was a little bit nervous too yeah i hope so better be (laughs) right he better be look at what he's getting but then yeah he said some nice words and then he finally like got down on one knee and like opened it up and was like will you marry me i think i actually don't actually even remember him (laughs) saying that but he did say that but i don't remember that yeah yeah and then i was just like yes and like did i I, like put my hands on my nose because of course you have to do that (laughs) right right. did you were you like thinking that i mean you probably don't even know what you were thinking in the moment but no yeah were you i wasn't you weren't thinking that I know, right? That's every single proposal video. They're like, or just girls when they laugh. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So I was just like, oh my god, yes, yes, yes. And yeah. then he like stood up and we looked at it, and put it on my finger. And we like hugged and kissed, and um, he had the champagne nearby, so we popped the bottle of champagne and mm-hmm. stood up by the fire. And then we let um, because he he left Osa inside, which was probably a good call. So then we mm-hmm. let her out, and we took some like pictures of us, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really yeah, nice. It was like so pretty and um describe the ring for anyone that's not watching the youtube and what are you doing if you're not watching the youtube check it out oh yeah describe describe the ring yeah so it's um an oval diamond with just a yellow gold like round band so just like a thin band oval diamond Mm -hmm. i did show yeah it's kind of hard to see on the yes it's very pretty very simple and pretty Yes, it's very, very me. I love it. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love it so much. And he did very well on that too. Because he like, I think he looked on my Pinterest a couple of times, but I have a bunch of different rings on there because I also like really like unique rings, but I like yeah. kind of like a vintage feel. Um, so I had lots of like ovals pinned and he said that he'd been looking around for a bit and he'd go into other places and look at silver ones or like other like i guess shapes and stuff and he was like no no and then he like seen this one he was like oh that's the one yeah yeah so yeah Yeah, so so he he really really well he he picked it himself he did pick it himself which i i really love because i know sometimes other couples will like go together before and they'll kind of like pick out rings and stuff which is like fine each to their own but i really like that he like went out of his way to like do it on his own and like surprise mm-hmm. me and even like it's really special that he like picked out the ring i think too and that i like love it so much yeah yeah no it was so exciting and from from my pers- from my perspective i um i got a text from you you know we're in a three hour time zone three hour time zone difference you're on the west coast of canada i'm on the east coast of us and uh i had a text from you at like my 2 a.m or something that was like you up with like three <laughs> exclam with like five exclamation points and i was like mm, what what you yeah. want girl um <laughs> no no i saw and so i woke up in the middle of the night i seriously think that my spirit guides in the universe woke me up in the middle of the night so that i could celebrate this news in a more timely way with you because i would i would have been pissed if i woke up like in the morning and then you were still asleep and i had to just like react all on my own and you were like asleep while i was like ah! um but so i woke up in the middle of the night i saw that text and i i actually had no idea that it would have been 
the engagement that was it did not cross my mind at all um I was actually really confused. I, I was like, what is, I was like, you've never said that you've never texted me anything like that. Like anything that seemed very urgent. So I was really confused, but I had woken up in the middle of the night. And so I was like, what? Um, I was like, what? And then, yeah, like within 10, 15 minutes, you, you texted back all, all the pictures. I think you just, I think you just texted the pictures of everything. And oh, I was yeah. like, ah, and yeah. I was like freaking out and I was so excited and had a hard time falling back to sleep too, but not, not as hard of a time as you had sleeping no, that day and, and the next day. Adrenaline. That's why I was just like, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I know even that night it's like, cause in my head I'm like, okay, well now we have to like FaceTime like our parents and stuff yeah. like that. Cause I don't know. I feel like that's just like what people do. Um, in retrospect, I actually don't know if I would have done it the night of, but that's okay. That's what we did. So I tried to call my mom probably four different times. She didn't pick up. She eventually (laughs) picked up, um, talked to Bryce's mom. And then like, then we did grandparents and like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like four sets of grandparents. Right. So, and then you then are like really close friends. And by the time we did that, Bryce and I didn't spend like any time together that night and we were exhausted yeah. and we just like it was late and we just like ended up going to bed and I mean I didn't really sleep much because I was still really running on adrenaline mm-hmm. um but then the next day we like spent more time just like hanging out and we had like a nice little bath together and I put my mm-hmm. phone away because it was like it was like my birthday and engagement all in one so yeah so your phone was like blowing up it I'm was sure. it was or like people would text me and then like before I'd even post it on Facebook I'd be like, they, they'd text me happy birthday I'm like oh thanks and I'd like send them the pics they're like oh my god and they're like oh my god mm-hmm. and, like, just, like, <laughs> the whole thing but yeah it was really great yeah so we'll tell we'll tell a little bit about your and Bryce's relationship and how how you guys met and how long you've been together. Yeah, so Bryce, you and haven't I'm, talked about that much. No, we haven't. I know. Yesterday when we were driving home, Bryce is like, "Oh, maybe you can have me on the pod sometime." And I was like, "Yeah." Uh, I was like, "You have to earn it, though." <laughs> you have to earn it, and you promising your life to me is not enough yet. <laughs> so, I think you should have him on the pod. I would love that. Oh, I definitely want to have a bond sometime. But I was yeah, like, you yeah. have to, you have to bring something like. To, like to add to the conversation that you want to talk about i think that's kind of what i yeah. meant by earn it yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes sense that makes sense like he needs to tell his own like abduction story or something like that <laughs> yeah well and actually this is how it came up i'll tell this is another quick sidebar but we were driving home last night and this is like a crazy story but i feel like it's oh. kind of relevant here yeah well sure. just oh yeah kind of crazy i think it's pretty crazy so we were driving home and we were listening like we weren't wait we were, we we weren't listening to any music but we were talking about like um what song to listen to like when i came down the aisle or i was like oh what song should we have when i come down the aisle and he mm-hmm. was just like i don't know <laughs> and i was like i was like yeah that's probably i'm like you probably really don't like care either way like it's fine uh-huh. and he's just like yeah and then in, in my head i was like I was like, oh, what if it was, like, something crazy? And this was, like, all going in my head. And then I was like, what if it was, like, the Shrek song? Like, the somebody once told me, like, that <laughs> song. But I just had this thought inside my head. And I didn't actually say any of this out loud or the song. Yeah. And then we were driving. And, like, 
minutes later, Bryce started singing, you're an all-star. Get Yeah. No. It was okay, crazy. That, that is crazy. That's it was crazy. Because we had no music playing. And we hadn't heard that, heard that song all day or anything. And he was just like, yeah, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Whoa. And I like looked at him well, and I, I was mean- like. I was like, this is so crazy. You don't even know how crazy this is. And then I like told him and he's like, oh my God, no way. Like, yeah. And so that, that's, that's kind wild. of where that came from. Cause I was like, I was like, we literally just te- like you telepathically picked up on what I just said. Like yes. for sure. Like there's no other explanation for that. Literally. Like I didn't even say no. that. And I, in my head, I was like, oh, the Shrek song like came into my head and I didn't even speak on it. And then he started singing it minutes later, mm-hmm. randomly hmm no you guys are you guys are really in in lockstep in in your brains so that doesn't surprise me but that's so cool yeah that's yeah really cool. it, it was really cool we had another incident incident something like that <laughs> happened recently too with bryce so i'm trying mm-hmm. to like so i was always also talking about earn it i mean maybe i shouldn't have said that in that way but i'm trying to get him his wheels turning as far as some like his own spirituality not that he's not spiritual but more like trusting that like he's also can tap into these things and stuff right right but we were hanging out with um two of our other friends that also recently got engaged in hawaii and we're just having some drinks and like celebrating and stuff and playing a game and one of the card gate the thing was like the card was like hum a song and then like that the person next to you has to like guess what it is Mm -hmm. and bryce didn't even start humming and our friend she literally she was like my humps and bryce was like what what was the song she guessed she guessed my humps oh uh uh-huh yeah i kind of screamed that but that's how she that's how it (laughs) happened that's how she did it and so like bryce like he was like okay and he was like gonna start he didn't even start humming and she just yelled my humps like by you know my humps yeah yeah black eyed peas peas. yeah um and then he was like so dumbfounded he just like looked at her and he was like that's actually the song i was gonna hum and he didn't even start to hum it so it was another like telepathic thing with like a song yeah wait was this recently yeah this was only like a week ago maybe Mm mm-hmm wow yeah that's that's crazy that was really all telepathically connected we are but i love stories like that because like in both Mm -hmm. of those scenarios the actual statistics of like that happening is super 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 slim like so slim so it's Mm -hmm. like yeah it's you telepath i want to like feel into that a little bit more because that was both like something to do with a song so i'm curious how that kind of that like information from the song kind of like telepathically like traveled in that way yeah whoa yeah so there, cool. and there was another time i'll just say this quick um that i had like notes on my phone because bryce and i were going back and forth like his i think i went on his notes and he had like maybe like two notes and i was mm-hmm. like oh my god like you should see how many notes i have in my phone i was mm-hmm. like guess how many notes i have like kind of just like casually and he was like <laughs> And he was like, just spit it out. He's like 590. And I was like, and I had my notes open and, and I was like, it was exactly 590, 590 notes. And he guessed it like that because he didn't hesitate. Oh my God. I remember when you told me that story and I was like, what? It was crazy. <laughs> that, was, that was cool. That was cool. So 
yeah what well what yeah what is the extent that he is on the spiritual path i mean you know he'll be on the podcast so he'll talk about his own his he own will. journey but i guess just you know if you want to just sum it up or yeah. mention anything about it like as far as like we're very much on the same page of like our beliefs and how we view the world and i think mm-hmm. spirituality together which is like really great i mean i couldn't imagine having a partner like not like that like i think it would be really tough having an asleep partner in many different ways so i feel really grateful that we've been on that journey together but i would say like i've dove a little bit more um yeah so as far as bryce like on his spiritual path yeah um like we're both awake in our spiritual journey and as far as just like truth i suppose in the world and he believes in all the and all the things and like spirits and psychic gifts and all of that stuff but i feel like um when it comes to that kind of stuff he's a little bit more like of an observer like if i do intuitive readings and connect to like my intuition and stuff like he understands the concept of it he believes in it but i feel like he's maybe He's not quite there yet with tapping into it on his own. Mm -hmm. And that could be for like many different, like there's probably a lot to unpack there too, between just like self-trust and just like, there's, I mean, there's a lot, like there's not a lot of people who are actively exercising their psychic abilities right now. Right. And it also has to do with what his life is about and what, you know, it's different for us. We're kind of moving we're going into things where we're trying to make it a part of our career and a part of our of our work exactly and he, if it's a it's if it's a bit more separate for him then maybe he doesn't necessarily feel a need to yet until he does and until it calls to him in that way but kind of he just has he has an appreciation for it from afar right now and maybe he doesn't feel a need yet to yeah to to tap in and kind of apply it that deeply to his life but it's it's nice that that you guys have similar outlooks on on life and everything and i think that would be something interesting to talk about in general on for the rest of the podcast because just being in relationships with people and you know sometimes people go one way or the other and you know Mm -hmm. veer veer off throughout the relationship and it's definitely a huge topic of it's a huge important topic right now relationships and people and differing beliefs and relationships and kind of i just think at the base level what yeah what matters the most is that he respects what you do and he respects everything that all he respects how far you take it uh and apply it to your life and what you do for your business with it and i think as long as yeah just in general i, w- I would say that that goes for any relationship as long as they or respect respect what you do and don't think it as so crazy that they view you as yeah crazy insane that would be tough yeah 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 no he's like super super supportive of everything that i do so that's really nice to have that but yeah i feel like as far as him tapping in like he'll get there because like i already know that he's like meant to like go there um one day and we have this book it's interesting i bought it a while but i've never actually read it but it's sitting on the shelf you are psychic and he's lately like just finished a book and he's like oh i need another book i need another book and i've kind of been like well this book is just sitting here this book is just sitting and i keep bringing it up every time like when it (laughs) happened in the truck last night when we had that like moment with telepathy i was like 
maybe look into this book maybe start reading yeah. this book so he can do that on his own time but right yeah just have the book like it just drops that and just drops from your backpack whoops mm-hmm. oh what's this <laughs> but yeah i am really grateful for him and our relationship dynamic in that he does support me and yeah doesn't think that this is weird or crazy because there is a lot of like awake people or very spiritual people who their partner isn't like that at all and like that's okay that's their own journey but i think for me that would be really hard and all of this stuff we have very open frequent conversations about like it's very much a part of our lives yeah yeah that makes a really big difference too it's just it's just important to me yeah no exactly it's um like you know i'm i'm single i'm seeking seeking someone and there's a large part of me that i'm like i don't know do i i'm gonna need someone that understands this path i don't know if i need someone that's extremely right there on the same level fully but you know whatever it's meant to be it'll be but um but how long have you guys been together i thought i already said this but we've been together for 12 years so a very long time especially for our age um usually Mm -hmm. when i tell people that they're just like oh wait what pardon yeah so you met in but did you meet in middle school or high school middle school technically um Mm -hmm. grade well no actually we met in grade six but Mm -hmm. we started dating in middle school so grade nine grade nine would be i believe your freshman year yeah like okay yeah i think so right okay so you met in middle school you started dating right beginning of high school we start no we we wait is that what you said we started dating um freshman year yeah so grade nine so i guess that's i guess that's the beginning of high school for you guys oh that's the beginning i guess it's a little bit different here i guess grade seven to nine is like middle school oh okay and then 10 to 12 which would be what your junior junior sophomore senior year right Mm that would yeah those are high school years here mm-hmm. but yeah whatever doesn't the technicalities yeah. of it and he's the only person that you've been with right you know like you maybe your relationship had ebbs and flows but you've you've been really you know it's not like you had a period of time where you broke up and dated other people like it's you guys have been on this journey together for this whole time mm-hmm. yeah yeah we have been i mean yeah so we were 14 i guess that's a better way to put it. we were 14 when we first started dating and i had a boyfriend yeah. before that for like a couple months but let's not really oh, anything okay. too serious you think he's upset by this news he was actually my first kiss <laughs> bryce didn't have a oh. first kiss before me which is really crazy when we think about that not a lot of people have that experience like not a lot of people because i like i find bryce and i are completely different people than when than who we were in high school which i feel like a lot of people feel that but it's really Mm -hmm. interesting how we've been with each other that entire time and we've seen the growth and the changes because sometimes you like you know you break up with your toxic ex from high school yeah and then they always just stay your toxic ex in your mind or whatever even though now that person might be at a different place and might have grown and we've really witnessed each other through the good the bad the ugly the great like all the way through that which is it's Mm -hmm. a really interesting dynamic i haven't met a lot of people that have been in that position before yeah it's like i think i I know a few people that have been with their person since middle school Mm -hmm. or high school and i just i just think it's so interesting soul contract wise and just lessons and 
karmic lessons wise it's just so different the journey of it's it's interesting that we have the representation on on this podcast from both ends of you being with someone for so long and like me not not having that situation i just think there's so many different lessons right Mm -hmm. it's like you it's like when you have when your contract is being with someone for this whole long time and you meet your person early in life you have an entirely set a different set of lessons to move through than someone that is single most of their life or is someone that has one big relationship and then has to learn and grow from that and and has to go through a breakup you know it's like we talk about this all the time like you're like you're like i've never been through a breakup except for that guy from middle school from three months <laughs> yeah no you're like i've never been through a breakup and so it's like you don't know what that feels like and i have and i've experienced the fucking worst pain ever from that and so it's like those were lessons that i have and um it's yeah i just always think it's so interesting how we have these these different kinds of contracts relationship wise yeah well you'd mentioned relationships earlier too we were talking about bryce and i, I don't remember exactly what you said but yeah the relationship dynamics are super interesting because i feel like like being a human like the human experience is relationships like being a human is navigating relationships yeah because we're not on this planet alone so you part of life is is navigating every single relationship and all of our lessons it would be easier if we were on the planet alone yeah yeah like all like because we've our souls come here to like evolve and all of our like curriculum all of our lessons for our soul's evolution are through relationships like all of them really yes they and are there's so many and different dynamics with that if that's like parental i mean yeah friends yeah. Uh, spouses husbands like partners yeah kids they they mirror you and it's 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 all about the triggers and um yeah because everything yeah everything is is just meant to show you show you something within you so it's like that's we're we're in a world of, of mirrors yes and um i think too there's yeah there's obviously there's only there's sometimes only things that can be learned through a relationship and i think um at certain points it's yeah obviously there's so much there's so much to I guess now I'm now I'm just kind of referring again to romantic relationships, but at a certain there's so much to learn from being alone and having long periods of time where you're alone. But then I think there also hits a certain point where um, you've learned all that you can learn alone, and and then the universe has to like you literally. It's almost like you're like your time's up. Like now you have to learn a whole new set of lessons, and so you know that's why you have to enter new new relationships but yeah it can be applied to anything really so yeah was there anything else you um anything else you wanted to share about the uh engagement or yeah or, or you embrace or kind of where you're at now you'll continue to share some stuff and you'll you'll be talking about the wedding and stuff um and and how how that process is going but yeah anything uh, before I move on to talk about some other stuff, any anything else you want to share? Um, no, I think that's everything for Bryce and I right now on the cool. engagement. We're just really excited. Um, although I do have, like, if we're gonna do show and tell, I do have something to show and tell. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Let's do show and tell. Okay. Bring it out. Bring it out. Bring <laughs> it out. It is a 
don't know. Was that a drummer? I don't know what I was doing just there. It's a crystal sound bowl. Dude, it's so weird. The sound does not travel through Zoom. Okay, I'll stop talking so you can do it again. But okay, do it again. It took a while because you showed it to me on Zoom before and the sound was like not traveling. Okay, but go. Um, I'll just do a little But then it was one. after a while after you did like a... Oh. Okay, well, anyways, first of all, so I got this gifted to me by a coworker. So this is Abundance, baby. Is this right here? Mm-hmm. This is Abundance. That's Abundance. I keep knocking it on it. my <laughs> headphones. Um, I just like walked into work and she had it just like sitting on the counter. I didn't even notice I came in. I said, hi. She's like, here, um, I brought this for you. I was like, what? Like, I, like my mouth was like, just like open. I was like, what? Yeah. For me? For mm-hmm. me, I was so excited. Um, I guess That's she has so a lot nice. of them, and she wanted to just gift me one because she knew that I'd love it. But like this is like this is a all like uh, clear quartz crystal. I think it's a root chakra sound bowl, and it's probably like four or five hundred dollars to buy one. Yeah, of these. those things are pricey. Yeah, so. I think it's really cool that I brought this into my energy field. I'm so grateful that she thought it like I, I was not expecting it at all. Yeah. It like made my entire week. I thought it was so fucking cool. I brought it home. So I'm like, nice. Look at this. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Like I actually use it quite a lot, to be honest. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. You, you've been using it. Yeah, I do. Like just like here and there. I'll just like play mm-hmm. it. Um, or like when Bryce was in the shower and I just like took it in the shower and like closed the door and just like started yeah. playing it because it was all like a small room and like with mm-hmm. the water and stuff and that was really cool but let me yeah pro tip right here just for anyone that wants to kind of try something new if you've never heard of this or trying this um, if you have crystal samples using them um, or combining them with water combining your mm-hmm. intention around um, so what I do a lot is I put on YouTube tracks of sound bowl healings and stuff and I play them too while I'm in the shower and I infuse my intention with it and I yeah I tell the water to absorb I mean it it does on its own already when you have that sound playing near water it already crystallizes the water molecules but you can pair your intention with it and really kind of like combine combine that and, and ask the water to to heal you so if anyone has not really heard about heard about that before definitely try it and and see see your experience so so when you like when you do the i don't even know what to call it when you put the put it around and have it have it go how long does it how long does it like ring for without needing to touch it again if you kind of do like do a little swirly like and you take the thing off like how long does it go without touching it again like a few seconds i would say like a few seconds i haven't really tried like you can kind of feel the vibration for a while yeah yeah you can feel it well that's why it's so cool having having a real one you can just like feel it all around if you feel your body vibrate like well and that's really cool because that's what i was going to say too i also would youtube or on insight timer um crystal sound bowl healings and i would do that all the time too when i was in the shower or the bath and pair it with the water uh, and it's really cool i love it but like having one and hearing it in person like just like the feel the vibration from it um mm-hmm. and just the sound compared to like hearing it over your phone is like really cool awesome but, okay let me let me try it out this is so cool guys and 
I'm going to start using this in like healings and stuff like this. Yeah, you can do so much recording cool stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to try to just balance it on my lap. So I don't know how this is going to actually go. Okay. Just going to... The thing is huge. I think it's just like I think it's the vibration it's like it doesn't get picked up on the computer I don't know it's okay I hear it now I hear it now that is nice love it sweet it's pretty fucking cool yeah okay that thing is wait did you name it yet did i ask you that are you gonna name it is that weird why do i name Um, everything i feel like everything needs a name (laughs) i was like (laughs) you probably name your crystals hey no i don't name it crystals i don't know just for some reason i was i was like i felt like you i mean i name everything too but i haven't named her yet but yeah i do name everything too we have a little house spider (laughs) and i've named her priscilla but i think priscilla (laughs) mated so she needs to go (laughs) oh well that was that was some fun extra information (laughs) (laughs) well i'm very like you know like the reiki principles like be kind to everyone including animals so like i can't i honestly can't really kill bugs anymore sometimes i'll just like let them die but i don't know i can't i can't bring myself to do it i can't either so i'll just like let them outside or something but like so i've just kind of seen priscilla and i was kind of like okay we can coexist hi priscilla because she's she's always on the roof um but now Mm. i've noticed there's multiple priscillas (laughs) so (laughs) so priscilla's multiplying yeah so the bryce is like yeah i think priscilla might have made it and like so i did see one priscilla and i let her outside the other day but i seen a couple more today um so yeah priscilla number two priscilla number three (laughs) yeah so that might that might become a problem so i might have to feel into that that's funny that's funny yeah but no i haven't um named the crystal bowl in my head harriet keeps coming up so i guess well maybe that's maybe that's what her name wants to be or him i don't know if um that's great yeah well definitely the that will the sound bowl will make more appearances either in recorded guided meditations we also might try doing yeah we might like switch up some episodes we have like we haven't really talked about this necessarily yet but we're gonna we're gonna change up some of the episodes and then maybe we'll have an episode that's like a guided meditation or something and definitely or a sound healing or something like that so yeah so kind of cool stuff to look forward to there definitely i'm down for that but yeah anyways i don't know if my co-worker is working yeah. but if you are thank you so much i love my sound bowl i think it's opened up into a lot of different like healing modalities and yeah things to do with it oh and she gave me a little like book too she gave it to me weeks later because i didn't see her for weeks but she gave me this little book to go with it this like sound healing and colors book Ooh, okay so that's kind of cool yeah yeah so yeah i've been having fun with that that was a fun little 
little bit of abundance that popped into my life love that hell yeah we love it mm-hmm. um all right so what's well up with yeah you? Congra- oh well i was just gonna wrap that up with congrats on the engagement thank you and we're excited everyone that's listening is excited for you and um yeah happy to hear about it thanks yay um yeah so well me probably tell my background is a little different right now i'm in florida right now with my family so you know just bringing bringing the mic on the road just that influencer life um (laughs) just setting up shop no and i'm pretty good um I yeah, I was going to share some new things. I'm I'm just I'm in this um oh yeah, I I had this extremely vulnerable episode come out last week. Yeah. And um it's been yeah, it's it was it was a lot to record. It took a lot to put it out there, but I'm really glad that I did. I'm also kind of at this point glad that I'm like over with it. I'm over, you know, it's just, it's like the, it's like the bubble has popped. It's, it's kind of, um, it's out there and I, I faced it. I faced my fears. I faced everything that I went through within it. Everything that I described in it. Um, it was definitely a really powerful one, relatable story. So, um, I'm happy that that's out and I kind of feel, yeah, I feel good. I feel like we're establishing some good new flow with the podcast and um and yeah, now it's kind of fun to be in this whole new energy. I'm still I'm now that I'm done with the PhD, I'm still I'm really adjusting to what I would say is newfound freedom mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just went from being in this one track mind only focused on one thing to now I have multiple things that I'm going to be juggling or focusing on or that I that I get to put my attention on and actually for the first time I really feel like that I'm like wow I get to now now that I have all this room freed up I'm like I get to focus on such a variety of different things and different projects and the podcast being one of them and I'm in the process of seeking employment to figure out my abundance source until we you know make make some more abundance out of the podcast and our socials and everything but one other one of those other new projects that i'm going to be um putting into the rotation of my lineup of where my energy will be divided into from here on out is i'm gonna be writing a book oh wow yeah so i'm gonna be writing a book and I'm excited. I, I feel like I'm just the most excited about the fact that I, yeah, just everything kind of like I just said. I'm most excited about the fact that I am in this entirely new energy where I have cleared out space of this one thing that I had focused all of my life force energy on for seven mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And now I have this newfound space to do these new things. And I had kind of known for a bit that I would be writing a book Um so the book will be it will be fully channeled you know i don't know yet what it's going to contain it's going to be exciting seeing when the universe tells me what the book will contain but it will be a romance novel no i'm kidding (laughs) i don't even read you know (laughs) it's so fun i talked all about how i don't read on the last episode (laughs) and um but 
it, so just from that perspective, it's funny me being like, I'm going to write a book. And I'm like, I don't even read books. Or I know I told one person this, like my cousin's birthday dinner. I told her I'm going to be writing a book. She's like, oh, what kind of authors do you like? And I'm like, no, that ain't, that's like not really an applicable question to me. That's funny. <laughs> but besides that, um, it will be um, channeled theories, understandings, descriptions, teachings of the spirituality of astrophysics, the consciousness of celestial bodies. That's what mm-hmm. I really want to get into. It's like I feel like um, so much of my spiritual knowledge right now is based on the body and Earth and all these other things and um, maybe just these more general vague quantum physics aspects, but there's a whole universe out there with galaxies and black holes and stars and planets and gas and dust and movement and collisions and explosions and interactions. And I know a lot about all of those things, but I think there's a whole other story going on with all of those things that is the consciousness to those things. So I feel mm-hmm. like, at least right now, it feels like the book will really be, I want it to be very outwardly astrophysically focused on um yeah the the spirituality of astrophysics of all of these all of these things and all of yeah, all of these objects that i've been studying for like over 10 years and um so kind of so i haven't started really writing yet but um i have this starting concept to it so i do have a video on my interdimensional account where i shared this this download that i had and so I would say this is really the starting point to the book. And it, it feels like this is kind of the seed, the seedling idea that will, that's that's like me opening the door. That's my foot in the door to see what other information flows through to fill, to fill out this download. And the download was about masculine and feminine galaxies mm. or, yeah, so galaxies leaning masculine and feminine and it was about the collision so we have in the universe we have galaxies everything in the universe is moving and so galaxies are constantly moving um and they're moving straight so it's weird because it's like everything is yeah that's nothing i didn't even really think about till now but it's like there's a circular motion to so many things everything is cyclical right but what we kind of have is just galaxies just like whoosh, they're just like flying through space mm-hmm. right they're just moving we're on track to merge with the andromeda galaxy if you google pictures if anyone's probably seen maybe you've seen some cool pictures from hubble space telescope or something of interacting galaxies have you seen any of have you seen any pictures uh, like that no. of like galaxy mergers or or like because there's there's a lot of cool pictures that you can see of of galaxies that are in the process of interacting and um so if you're interested in that, if you want to see what that's like, you can just Google merging galaxies or interacting galaxies. And we have cool pictures of nearby galaxies that are in the process of merging. We're on track to merge with the Andromeda galaxy. When galaxies merge... Like when? They, when is that going to happen? Um, Like billions of years. Yeah. Maybe millions of years. No, millions, is, millions of years. Just millions is like really sh- is a really short time scale in yeah. astronomy. So probably like maybe more like a billion years or something okay you know what's so cool too this is just a fun fact i remember i was so mind blown when i learned about this 
because of how far apart everything in a galaxy, everything in the universe. No, okay, I'm just talking galaxies. Because of, of how far apart all the stars in the galaxies are, mm-hmm. if um, even if we were merging with Andromeda right now, um, there's the likelihood. So when two galaxies merge, the likelihood of stars hitting each other in each of those galaxies is infinitesimally small meaning that if we were merging with andromeda as we speak nothing would happen to the sun everything is so far apart that our solar system would not crash into anything most likely because i imagined like um, an explosion in my head yeah no there's there's a lot of energy and there's a whole thing i'm not sure like how gravitationally like if it would affect us but there's just it's just this this fact that everything is so everything meaning the stars within galaxies are so far apart that when two galaxies merge none of the stars actually hit each other there's probably maybe some interstellar medium gas and dust and things that that combine and and when you zoom out it looks like obviously things swirling around but we actually might not know if we were merging with the andromeda galaxy um all that we could tell the sky would look different because Mm -hmm. we see the milky way in the in the in the night sky and so we might see extra streams of stars or we might see the depending on on your your point of view you might be able to tell in the night sky but technically odds are none of the stars would collide isn't that wild that is wild not even like at the center of like the galaxies because i feel like when you look at a picture of a galaxy like it's very like lit up it looks like a huge ass sun in the middle because everything's like i'm assuming more like condensed there Mm -hmm. so usually sometimes at the centers you have like a nuclear starburst region um or like kind of like a nuclear star yeah like yeah like a nuclear starburst which is just a bigger cluster of of a lot of star formation um but no i think um in the center what happens is eventually the black holes collide into one and so this is kind of getting back into that download a bit so because basically what happens and you can watch cool simulations of this so just to remind everyone like we can't see this this happens obviously over a really long period of time we can't see um we can't see them interacting but uh theoretical uh astrophysicists they um apply the physics and they make these simulations so they make these movies so there's a lot of cool simulations of galaxies merging there's actually this really cool video that has it's a simulation of galaxies merging and actually within it is is intercut real pictures of kind of each stage so they have like a video of it going and then and then they find examples of different pictures from each stage of kind of so they do this dance they like they do this dance they like swirl around each other Mm -hmm. and they kind of like go past and they go back in and eventually they all swirl together and the black holes do eventually combine Mm. so so back to so back to the download that was just some other fun facts about galaxy mergers and stuff back to the download it was i i had this download actually the day that i was writing the introduction to my thesis which was kind of cool and so at that point I was really zoomed out, you know, I, I was writing these two introductory pa- introductory pages to my dissertation that I really wanted to be like, okay, how do I boil down like my whole thesis into these two pages that could be read by 
someone that's not a professional astrophysicist and that might be able to understand it. And so I was really kind of zooming out and thinking about uh, how to describe this generally. But anyway, so so that whole day I was thinking a lot about galaxy mergers because two merging galaxies are one of the theories for how active galactic nuclei, which was the subject of my thesis, um, are formed. So basically when two galaxies merge a lot of a lot of energy moves inward and yeah just a highly energetic process and sometimes um a byproduct of that could be um could be after after they've kind of coalesced and after the black holes have combined because when they merge they end up over a really long time span forming a newer bigger galaxy Mm that's that's what happens they Mm -hmm. kind of they swirl and the gravity takes over and the angular momentum kicks back kicks back in and eventually everything kind of regulates out and and it becomes a big uh, a regular a regular galaxy as soon as the you know the momentum kind of is able to bring everything back into place and it could be followed by this episodic activity of um a lot of black hole a black hole accretion and, and these agn active galactic nuclei which are the most energetic bodies um in in the universe so I yeah I, I heard someone talking about I heard someone talking about um masculine and feminine and and kind of like divine union divine partnership divine mm-hmm. connection and talking about them in terms of a, a two, like for two forces of nature like a f- forces of nature moving together and swirling yeah rather swirling into one one very powerful force of nature that's what it was it was like these two energies merging and and swirling together to form this unified force wow this really is like a episode about relationships somehow right um, yeah because I was, I was thinking about like a black hole or in that because you're talking about black holes doing the dance mm-hmm. right um yeah what if a black hole like had a twin flame or a soulmate right yeah and so it was like okay there's this union of human souls and love and relationship that merges and i was like and because that day i had been thinking so much about merging galaxies and two galaxies colliding i was like oh my god instant instant download um these what if these two merging galaxies are a divine what if the reason that these galaxies are merging is because you have a divine feminine energy and a divine masculine energy mm. and that's what causes the two galaxies to move together in the first place and this was really this was a really important like realization and thought for me because i actually had never i first off i've never thought about that before i've never heard i've never heard anyone um say that before mm-hmm. and so this was this was an interesting realization for me because yeah i've first off it it came in so so hot just like a download it's like you know when you have a download Mm -hmm. and something just comes in and it's that clear cognizance for me i think that's one of my strongest psychic abilities or psychic clairs um just clear cognizance is just instant knowing right so i kind of just had this instant knowing um and it was so cool i was like i've never i've never had this thought before i've never thought about this before i've never heard anyone say this before and i was like galaxies colliding is masculine and feminine energy merging and then i was like you know it bring it brings me to these other thoughts of um what 
yeah, the galaxies. So we don't really, yeah, what, what we try to understand what the method to the madness is and everything we do in astronomy and astrophysics and, and trying to understand all the motion of these things, right? And from what I know, galaxies are just flying through space left and right. They're just flying around. And because because everything is far away, but still there is this grander structure to things. And and um, yeah, I guess like when you get into, into into galaxies, it's like things aren't so far away that galaxies can't collide, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's like when when these two galaxies um merge it's like what what has set these two galaxies on this path to collide with each other and probably fate probably some kind of soul contract but then yeah so then just to get back into the masculine feminine stuff then yeah so then if i'm saying or if this download and thought is like okay this galaxy is masculine and this galaxy is feminine what makes a galaxy masculine? What makes a galaxy mm-hmm. feminine? And the most I, I've thought about so far is inward and outward processes. Everything that we study in astrophysics is these oh. forces, right? And so it's a lot of inward, outward balance within a star, within a single, yeah, within a star, within like a single spherical body, you have ev- things don't collapse because you have a balance. You need to have some kind of um, balance of outward radiation pressure and inward gravity so everything all the fundamentals of astrophysics are learning about these two forces that are balancing each other you have these outward forces and you have inward forces and then you have that to you can also apply that to the whole um universe we have an expanding universe but Mm -hmm. like 70 something 70 percent of the universe is is dark energy and what dark energy is is sometimes we refer to it as a negative pressure. So it's almost like it's keeping the universe intact. It's keeping everything in place mm. so that it doesn't explode and fly away from itself and destroy mm. itself. So you have that expansion and also then just getting back into the spirituality of it, right? Divine feminine is this creation energy, this expansion. You think of a flower like blossoming, like outward expansion, um, creativity, flow, ease, like just just free and out. And masculine energy is is this grounded. Your ma- masculine energy is the lower three chakras. It, it keeps it's it's grounded. It's kind of this this downward mm-hmm. strong force, and so yeah. So and it, it makes sense too. It applies to all aspects in life. What plants have masculine and feminine? It's like everything. And yeah, or like earth. Earth is a feminine soul. The sun is a masculine soul. Yeah. So if these other and these are just the other celestial bodies that we know about or just anything that I know about so far yet. Yeah, it's it's if they're um, if, if these have masculine and feminine, then why? Who's to say that galaxies don't also have um, masculine and feminine energies? And then I'm yeah. And so then I'm thinking, like, what makes a galaxy masculine and feminine? Um, at least for something that I'm thinking of right now, like, or maybe they go through, maybe they change, maybe they go through a period of time where they're expressing more feminine, maybe they go through a period of time where they're expressing more masculine because Mm -hmm. galaxies evolve Mm -hmm. a lot in their properties. And so I'm just thinking in terms of like, there's galaxies that are a lot more so we have ellipt we have there's there's a lot of different types of galaxies there's elliptical galaxies which are basically kind of just spherical balls of a lot of stars and they don't and then there's 
uh, spiral galaxies that have these beautiful spiral arms, and then there's barred spiral galaxies that have a that have a little central bar in the center. Yeah, that have a bar coming out of the center, and then spiral arms. And the Milky Way is a barred spiral galaxy. And within that, some galaxies are, in terms of their shape, some are flocculent, as we say. I love that word, which they're spiral, but they have like a lot of motion or or their features are just very like flowy and and outward. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that are a little bit more rigid, rigid and like maybe a little more structured and their spiral arms are really, really tight. Um, so, yeah, these this is kind of where my thoughts are right now wanted to share this starting download i think it's relevant to just talking about the book because this was yeah this download was kind of the seed or when i in yeah in knowing that i'm gonna write this book this download is kind of like okay i i don't know what this book is gonna be about yet but i know i have one good idea about that i've never had before that i've never heard before that really sounds like the astrophysics of spirituality and I'm just going to kind of keep going with that. And I think I'm going to start there. I think for when I'm writing the book, I'm going to start there. I'm going to try to write that up, see what else comes through with that and kind of go from there. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really cool concept. I'm excited to see kind of what else comes through from that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be sharing, you know, some some other things that, that come through along the way. And yeah, I guess I'll kind of just figure it out as I go. But that's that's a bit about what's up with me. I'm excited. Yeah, I oh yeah, and I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of the name. Uh, I'm not gonna share what I have yet because I still don't know. No. But my higher self will tell me what the name is. Obviously, it will be revealed, and I'm going to ask. You know, I I plan on yeah, I plan on really, especially now. I'm I'm really in this in between stage. I don't really know what's next i'm i i plan on asking the universe to show me show me what's what's the name of this book show me this and i'm i'm gonna try to yeah get get the clues and really make sure that it uh it feels right but yeah nice (laughs) yep um okay let me think was there anything else i wanted to do share with that no i don't think so yeah that's that's really what i want to talk about yeah um, i feel like i was just um taking in what you were saying about like yeah. the galaxies and no, stuff i, know. I just said, kind I of said like a lot there but letting it process uh-huh um let's for a second i think we'll we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this episode soon but maybe for like a few minutes um because it's extremely timely want to talk about the ufo stuff yeah, we can. Do you do you want to? Do you have time? Because I feel like that could potentially take a bit. Because like once we start talking about UFOs, we haven't really even dipped yeah, into true. our beliefs about aliens yet. Yeah. So I just, I just, it's so timely and relevant that all this UFO stuff was is coming out recently, and it's cool for me because I get now I get some people asking me about it and kind of sending me things and being like, "What's up with this? Like, is this really UFOs?" And I'm like, and it's fun and so, for me to finally be in this. So, what position. you mean by the UFO stuff coming oh, yeah, out yeah. and being relevant? Right. So, what what do so, you mean by that? Like, so there's there's been more UFO sightings in the media, is what I assume you're referring yes. to. Right. So there's more UFO sightings in the media. Just this past, I believe, on the same day of the Super Bowl, 
um, the government has, I believe Justin Trudeau put out this whole press statement or something. Um, they, they've they been saying that a lot of a lot of military bases have seen unidentified yeah. object and they like shot something down they're they're yeah. saying they're putting out this whole thing that we they shot down this they shot down this un- unidentified object yeah which is and a UFO. um so th- so this is what's happening and also in general you're kind of hearing a little bit more these days or more sightings and yeah. i'm getting some people asking me about that and i just think yeah it's it's relevant to mention it um my i just wanted to say i guess my thoughts on it and we're going to talk about it more so we're not going to unpack anything crazy here but um my thoughts are that well there of course are ufos and aliens in our atmosphere they're around us um they're connected to us but i think that I would just say to anyone that is listening to this, um, the most important thing is that there's nothing to be afraid of with this. That's that's what I really wanted to say and kind of wanted to at least share my opinion on it. Um, this is what I've said to my friend, and I think this is what I feel like it's kind of our duty to help spread yeah. this message that there really is nothing to be afraid of. So, so of course, my human opinion when i see when they're like we shot it down i'm like all right calm down I'm like oh god it's a threat oh my god like no i think i think it's an agenda i think there's an agenda to have people be afraid of this and i think they're trying to make it seem like it's this thing that we don't know we don't know what it is which is a fucking lie yeah they know everything i mean they literally it's... know everything so don't it's a lie <laughs> It's been really interesting that the government lately has been coming out and saying these things. Like, I mean, I believe in aliens and I have for a while. Like, even in our spirit guide um, episode, I alluded to, like, different ET guides that some of us have, how we've had lives on different planets. And I think once we get into the alien talk, there's probably... We might have to dedicate a whole other episode to this because there's, like, a lot to talk about. But... I personally think it's a little naive to look at how big our galaxy is, how big our universe is, because that's something my mind can't even comprehend. You might have a better idea because you've actually studied this, but like it's really difficult for the human brain to comprehend the actual magnitude of like our universe and to think that we're the only planet that sustains life, I think is very very naive as well as pretty ignorant honestly like i mean wherever you're at in your journey like that's fine but it's like i even remember years ago i one time asked my dad i was like dad do you believe in aliens and i was probably like in high school at the time um and he was just like he thought for a minute he's like nope (laughs) hard no yeah and i was like what like what do you mean i'm like logistically statistically it doesn't even make any sense and people are like oh well you know earth is like such a gold mine like everything's like exactly perfect for humans to live yeah Mm -hmm. everything's exactly perfect for humans which even that like just that our planet is just some type of weird like it's like maybe it is maybe it is really rare but multiply that by the statistics of everything it's not gonna be zero other ones you know well, yeah, and the other thing is, is it, it 
it doesn't just have to be the right conditions for humans to live like yes, yes we breathe this much oxygen we mm-hmm. need these temperatures but how like how is it not possible that other beings can exist where they need what if other beings exist and they breathe nitrogen this has been my biggest this has been my biggest qualm with the exoplanet community and the exoplanet research ex okay i always forget that i need to define what an exoplanet is an exoplanet is um a planet that is uh, orbiting around another a different sun that is not our own a different star so an exoplanet Mm. is just a planet in some other solar system that is not our solar system exoplanet research they're always talking about the habitable zone they're looking for the goldilocks zone that's what they call it and they have all these ways of studying this but i'm like what that's how we live who the fuck says that that's how any other life lives like we exist in this like this this condition is ripe for our life our life to exist but who's to say that there's other who's to say that there's not a planet of fire beings and they're all made of fire and they all are alive it's like everything could exist well yeah because when you look at like how weird our world is like we're so like desensitized and accustomed to it but it's really weird that we're just floating on a rock flying through space going through to our jobs and it's it's weird that you have two eyes and it's weird that you have five fingers and i I look at fire all the time and i'm like it's really weird that fire exists like how does that energy just like like all of these things when you really think about it are really quite strange so how can something not exist outside of what you know yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, so anyways quick little breakdown on that um but yeah so then anyways what i think it's very interesting there's been like i mean this is pro- a lot more common knowledge now that through what the 50s and 60s there's a ton of alien sightings like you can go back in the newspapers and look at those mm-hmm. um however those stories never made it to mainstream media they were usually kept quite local i believe the government didn't really want to make them mainstream mm-hmm. for just like hysteria or it was really something that was covered up there's a lot of other things too if you look into like i think it's the blue book project with the cia project that's a real blue thing Beam. um or uh, is there something blue book there's something called project blue beam Maybe that's it. That's probably yeah. it. I'm probably it's probably the Project Blue Beam, mm-hmm. um, and that's like all about government, like yeah, government yeah. kind of in, enclosure of what they know about aliens or ETs or UFOs. And I mean, there's a lot like even if you listen to anything about Bob Lazar, who claims that he yeah. actually worked at one of these facilities and seen bodies, and I've listened to a few documentaries and read a few things from him and he's a very very smart intelligent seems to be grounded man that has mm-hmm. no other reason to speak on these things and he's not the only one but he's a very popular one and he's had his life threatened over and over and he keeps talking about this and his stories are quite crazy like yeah he was just well, bob basically lazar, bob lazar has a documentary on netflix you can watch yeah, it you can watch google it. him he was part of a team in the government that that was working to reverse engineer ufo technology they have exactly they have ufos they've had them they have these secret teams that uh yeah they have they have the technology and they have people to reverse engineer it meaning taking taking it taking this broken uh crashed ufo and figuring out how it works and the the jet propulsion and and the way that 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 it flies and the way that it moves the so, anti-gravity system it's like yeah anti-gravity yes and free energy 
and so this has been going on for a while this is it's not it's not do the government the government is not just saying oh this is so what what is this well yeah and also all of the um if you look back in history the amount of like sightings from around the world like there is like thousands on thousands of like actual reported sightings that usually don't make it to the mainstream media because the government don't let them get up that far but there is like across the world of groups of people stories of seeing ufos of seeing this like there's so many stories so it just doesn't it doesn't even make sense like are all of those people crazy and lying Mm -hmm. um there was recent and there was this one i think it was the night 1990s 1980s in chicago and there was a whole shit ton of ufos and pretty much like people were calling the cops because it was such this like bright light that was like coming streaming Mm -hmm. through their windows and they didn't know what to do and there's cop reports about it there was like everyone that was like around what's like what's chicago what lake michigan yeah uh, i don't know one of the one of the lakes yeah so people that were all living around the great lake and in chicago like there was there was hundreds hundreds of sightings that night of like this group of like almost i don't know like 10 20 Mm -hmm. 30 of them probably and like that's like that's crazy all these people have these similar stories of these things that were just flying in the air um there was this was also a documentary but there was like somebody who worked at probably the an air base or something and they had the little like radar thing so Mm -hmm. he was speaking on picking them up and just like how strange it was there was like a cop but anyways yeah there's there's a lot of sightings that have happened all across the world at this point for many years um even if you want to get into ancient aliens there's some interesting stories from ancient aliens has some great information on ancient aliens i i resonate with a lot of the information on on ancient aliens and um yeah you know we're we're not gonna get so much into it today it was very relevant for for the timing every everyone's talking about it i'm getting asked about it um and moral of the story is it's an exciting time um because yeah so we just said all that we think about what it is and this stuff is definitely going on i i just say the most important thing that i would want to say on this is that there's no reason to be afraid of anything no i agree with that no reason to be afraid it's a, it's a resonant thing this with any beings it's like with humans there can be some really good pause i mean i don't like i'm trying to stay away from good and bad but like there's yeah. some really positive energy humans and really negative energy humans yes. and i feel like that works either way but um from and i should we should do an episode where i channel more about this directly yes. but there are a lot of beings out there that are coming here to help us and the same thing mm-hmm. with the starseed ch- children like we're here they're here to help the evolution of the earth um however there is one thing that i did want to say about the recent sightings it's very interesting that the government has kind of been putting them out and alluding to them especially mm-hmm. justin trudeau and there is some predictions right now that are coming out i think especially with like kind of the rise of ufo sightings and like just like talk about them and like just like mainstream popularity and stuff um there's some predictions about the government maybe faking a ufo invasion right that is what project bluebeam is it's about using holographic holographic technology that has existed that has humans have probably never witnessed with their eyes 
using holographic technology to fake an alien invasion to invoke fear on the population is what that is yeah so just be on the lookout (laughs) yeah and i mean yeah i i feel a little mistrusting with some with it coming out with the government a little bit i'm not exactly sure what to make of it yet so we'll kind of just wait and see Mm -hmm. um that is something that is possible that they could try to do from my perspective from my viewpoint i don't think it's that far-fetched and i think that if it were to happen well it could be this year Uh, yeah just truly the fact that um raise an eyebrow that they're talking about it now and they've known about it for a while but they've never put in the news until now you know yeah it might be and with an agenda it might be there might be something up their sleeve it might be because yeah and again i'll put my little tinfoil hat on we don't really know (laughs) yeah yeah right because the tinfoil hat on but the answer is we don't we don't know we don't have all the answers this is just what we think and um and yeah i think it's i think it's gonna be an interesting year though i think i think so too i and think stuff a, like sorry no, you stuff like this too which is so important um this kind of comes back to which we talked about in a lot of our episodes using your intuition and mm-hmm. building your in, intuition and, and like having that really solid because when these things start to happen um, being able to go to a place of using your own discernment and then you feel into the energy of the events and the things that are being presented to you so you know you make the decision in your heart you know in your heart um, whether something has truth to it whether it's being deceptive or not and like that comes from you instead of mm-hmm. the government telling you or even from me or Alyssa telling you like that yeah. that comes from you so just another point I wanted to make about just i guess the the significance of learning to like lean into your intuition and really how powerful that's going to be and how much that's going to be needed Mm -hmm. and these next like now and the next year is like coming up yeah exactly you gotta you gotta lean into um into into your own discern discernment discernment's the key word here yeah um Clarity yeah, and so we gotta we gotta wrap up now um but we'll talk we'll talk more on that but definitely definitely some interesting stuff uh buckle up for 2023 folks that's that's what i'm gonna say buckle yeah, up definitely. for 2023 um i think we're right, gonna we, see a lot more of this but yeah yeah Okay, yeah, so we'll wrap up the episode there. Thanks, everybody, for listening or watching. Um, Please, on our YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps us out a lot, so we really, really appreciate you when Mm -hmm. you do that as well on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating, give a review. We really appreciate it. Smash the five stars. Take your best friend's phone. Take your grandma's phone. Take your dog's phone. Smash the five stars for us. We really appreciate it. Um, Follow Alyssa at interdimensional dot astrophysics on instagram and follow me at mariposa moonchild for more intuitive and empathic stuff and yeah i guess we'll see you next episode thanks guys yeah thank you bye bye